0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get
1: it. All football. All the time. You're listening to The Best Football Show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. Welcome to Wednesday's edition of The Best Football Show. I'm Brian Baldinger. Follow me right here in my lovely film room where I've been here. We're taking this at 1230 on Wednesday afternoon. And uh, I've been here since about seven this morning. So uh, I ended up finishing watching my 15th and 16th games. I've watched all the games from week six. And um, I started with Indy Jacksonville since I have Indianapolis this week against the Cleveland Browns. I kind of wanted to see what they look like with Gardner Minshew. Uh, at quarterback, and so I saw a lot from Indianapolis, a lot from Jacksonville, so I kind of just wanted to start right there, since, you know, Jacksonville kicks off week seven on Thursday Night Football on uh, Amazon Prime, they, they kick off tomorrow night in New Orleans, so let's just start with Jacksonville, because, you know, it's interesting, there's a lot of great philosophers that said that life can change in an instant, you can change your behavior in an instant, and football games can change in an instant. And last weekend in Jacksonville, this game changed in an instant. Indianapolis was up 3 0. Jacksonville gets the ball. They drive it down the field. Um, and Travis Etienne scores on a two yard touchdown run to go up 7 3. They kick off to Indianapolis on first and ten at their 25 yard line. Josh Allen, uh Josh Allen, the pass rusher, straight out of Montclair, New Jersey number 41 for the Jags, the right defensive end. He turned the corner on a young tack for Indianapolis, got to Garden Minshew, got the ball out. Jacksonville recovers it at the 22-yard line. First play, they line up in a wildcat formation with Travis Etienne taking the ball and the rookie running back, Tank Bigsby, right next to him. And they run a little, you know, read option inside, and Travis keeps it. And he picks up a bunch of blockers. Luke Fortner, the center, goes down the field. Evan Ingram leads him. And he goes 22 yards for a touchdown. And in 16 seconds, 16 seconds, the Jaguars went from losing 3-0 to up 14-3. They never looked back. They just piled on. And, you know, that, that, that game got away from the Colts. They didn't play poorly defensively. In fact, statistically, they outgained Jacksonville by a bunch. Uh, they had a lot of plays. Gardner Minshew was always going to complete a lot of passes, got the ball to his wide receivers. But they they fell behind and they had to play catch up and they had to throw it. And you know, the week before when they won, Zach Moss had a great game. And so, anyways, Jacksonville, when you watch them, they just have you know the the good thing is they've been reason. I don't want to jinx the team, but they've been reasonably healthy. Like you 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 turn on the tape and defensively, you know, there's Kayvon, there's Trayvon Walker and Josh Allen. There's Roy Robertson, Harris inside. There's Devin Lloyd and uh, Foye Aluaquan. and there's Darius Williams. And you know, I mean, you you know Andrew Cisco, and that, you just watch them. It's like the same guys every week, you know. And so that's good. Like they got a lot of continuity. Like I think Foye Aluaquan is probably the most underrated player in this league. I think he led the league in tackles last year. But he, he's he's a Yale you know he came out of Yale he's super smart he's super articulate like he really understands the game formations plays designs so you watch him like and Devin Lloyd in his second year now out of Utah like they're two good off the ball inside linebackers they make a ton of plays um and so last week they intercepted uh Gardner Minshew three times um and really the the interception by Darius Williams like this kid you know he's 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 a special player now he's got interceptions in three straight games and he really reads the formation he reads the routes he's got great quickness he drives on the ball really well probably could have had four interceptions last week so anyways he's playing really really well uh, Rayshon Jenkins got an interception. He always plays well, wherever he's at, free safety, in the box. Make it, like He's just a very, very sound football player. So, you know, you watch him play. They're really good. And then offensively, um, you know, they they lost – you know, they've got a rookie right tackle. We had some growing pains early in the year, Anton Harrison. But he's playing next to Brandon Sheriff, Luke Fortner, Shatley at left guard. Uh, Cam Robinson left tackle, they're they're really solid up front. And Trevor's playing good football. You know, he's, he's got a, a true number one receiver, Calvin Ridley. Christian Kirk is a speed demon. Like, he's really, really good. Evan Ingram, like, they've got everything it takes to be a really good offense. And, you know, if you just forward and advance the game to tomorrow night, which kicks off week seven somehow already, the Saints are struggling on offense. And the big reason why they're struggling on offense is, their offensive line has got a lot of question marks. Trevor Penning got benched last week. I think he got benched. I don't know the exact reason. He came out of the game. Maurice Hurst went over there to left tackle. He's not very good at left tackle. Like they, they're just they're having trouble with penalties, with pressures, and so you know you got all these receivers, Rashid Shaheed and Chris Olave, and they've got all this Alvin Kamara. They've got all these players, Michael Thomas. They're not being, you know, they're only one game this year, that blowout win in New England in week five, 34-0. Um, they haven't scored more than 20 points in a game. They look like a 17-point offense right now because they just struggle in key areas. And Derek Carr has, has, you know, been banged up and injured, but he looks like he's getting healthier. But, you know, they really rely on their defense. And their defense last week, you know, gave up two touchdown passes to C.J. Stroud, you know, against Houston, and they lost 20 to 17. It's a tough loss, but their defense is good. Like you those were like I did the, the matchup you want to watch in this game, honestly, is watch these the, these Jacksonville receivers. All right. I just mentioned them, Ridley and Kirk and Ingram, and like just watch them against these St. cornerbacks. They play a ton of press man coverage. Lattimore, Alante Taylor, um, Paulson Adebo, like, these guys play a lot of man coverage, and so can these receivers from Jacksonville separate? Do they go to bunch formations and try to get quick rubs for Trevor Lawrence to get the ball out of his hands? You know, and then they've got got a lot of good defensive players in the front. You know, Cam Jordan, obviously, I don't know how many games he started in a row, you know, like, almost his entire career basically. Like, he doesn't miss games. You know, and then um, you, you look at You know, uh, Granderson, like Granderson 96 is playing the best football of anybody up front. So whoever's at left tackle right now, Cam Robinson for Jacksonville, they're going to have their hands full. This guy is playing great football. So it's going to be it's going to be a a good contest on a short week. Um, Jacksonville looks healthy, though, and that's a good thing. You know, like you think about their schedule. They went to London and they were there for two weeks. Basically, they come back home. They get the Colts at home, and then they turn around in a short week and they go to to New Orleans. So they're, you know, they're logging some miles here, and they've been away from home a bunch. Um, and so we'll just see how they kind of handle that. We've never. That's a that's a tough turnaround. Some teams prefer to have a bye week after they go to London. They didn't. They took the Colts on at home. They own the Colts at home. It worked out good, but then they get the short week. So somehow does the fatigue. Jet lag, travel, hotel rooms, does that catch up to Jacksonville? Or can they get through this game with a win, get their fourth win in a row, and get a mini-bye? Like, I'm sure that's the message from Doug Peterson to the team. Um, and, you know, and then really for for the Saints, they've got to they get on the winning track. They've, they've got one win in the last month, you know, and it was against the Patriots, who's everybody's kind of just eating up on. Okay, so that's that. And then I watched – Buffalo and the Giants. You know, gosh, the Giants. I'm watching the Giants. It's the same story. Like, you know, they lose the left tackle, who's the backup left tackle to begin with, like in the first quarter. So now the the backup left guard, who just got signed last week, has to go play left tackle, and they got to put a backup backup left guard in at left guard. Okay, so that's hard enough, but they they can't get their blocking assignments right. They just don't block the right people. And they just turn guys loose. But maybe the most criminal play that they had. Like, the defense was playing great. They're up 6-0. There's 14 seconds left in the half. This is just criminal. I mean, Terod Taylor's been in the league a long time. I'm not putting this on Terod, but it's on Terod. 14 seconds, you're on the one-yard line of the Buffalo Bills. You have no timeouts. Like, are you, you know there's two plays in his helmet. You know, they, you've got to run if maybe if they're – playing pass. I, I doubt you'd but he checked to a run and they gift to Saquon to get stuffed. It's not a well blocked play. But that's who the Giants are. They don't block the run well. Brian Dable blows up at Tarod Taylor on the sideline. Okay. They came away with nothing. But the, the shocking part is 14 seconds left, no timeouts. The whole everybody knows. Like if you run it, you better score. Otherwise you're coming away with nothing. You, everybody knows that. And actually, Terod looked like he he wasn't sure that the clock was going to run down and run out. Like he didn't even like he he hit the whole thing where like we got to clock and we got to clock it until it was too late. I just don't know. Like that's coaching. It's on, it's on Brian Dable. It just is. Terod Taylor, though, has been in this league a long time as a veteran quarterback. You should know better. You have to throw you if you throw it, you got three shots to the end zone from the one yard line. Um, but to come away with nothing in a game where they're up six, nothing, and you lose 14 to nine, you don't score a stinking touchdown. That's horrible. And so, you know, they're down the one yard line or inside the five twice. They came away with a total of three points. Let's, you know, they can't gain a yard. It's been going on all year. They can't get a convert a third and one. They can't convert a fourth and one. They can't convert a goal line play. Like they can't get a yard. They don't know what to do. And it's, uh,
0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited
1: by state law. Um, but the defense played good, you know, I mean, gosh, they lose a Dory Jackson early in the game. They're out there with two rookie corners and you're up against the Diggs digs and Josh Allen and you hold them to 14 points. It's the best Bobby Okereke, their big free agent signing middle linebacker played great. You know, knocked out the knocked out a fumble and got it recovered by Michael McFadden, and you know it was good. Um, so you know Buffalo, uh, but they scored 14 points. You know they're they're not uh, they're an up and down team right now. They just are uh, offensively, and it's hard to watch now. They go to New England this weekend. Um, you know they're out there with corners. Christian Benford, a six-rounder out of Villanova, a Kyer Elam, who obviously they're not in love with, but he's a first-round pick. And, you know, that those are the guys on the corners. But they're going up against, you know, the Patriot receivers that aren't very good an offense that looks stuck in the mud. So, you know, should Buffalo get to five wins this weekend? Probably. Um, so anyways, that's kind of what I've seen today on the film room. Uh, it's not the sexiest or, you know, the biggest storylines or anything like that. But, you know, Giant fans are just, you know, they're just they, – they don't they know what to do. And I don't know what to do. It's hard to watch them. It's hard to watch the level of dysfunction where they can't run a single play without a breakdown. You know, that the, you know, somehow Saquon ran for almost 100 yards, and he popped a 34-yard run. He popped a 19-yard run. And on those plays, they blocked the plays good. You got a hat on a hat and Saquon exploded. Um, but by and large, most plays are 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 doomed before they start from just the, the number of breakdowns up front, over and over, missed assignments, poor techniques. Um, you know, but they've got backups to backups across the board. And Evan Neal, their first round pick, has been struggling and still is struggling. And part of it is, He's got a different right guard next to him like every week. And, you know, and he's 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 doesn't play with a lot of confidence. And so he goes up against good players like you saw last week and Greg Rousseau and some, you know, talented players and and they struggle. The one guy I want to mention from the Buffalo Bills before I close the best football show out today is this Terrell Bernard, their second, you know, second year player at middle linebacker number 43. He's some kind of football player. Like, first of all, I think he's 215 pounds, maybe. That right, guy, he hit Saquon Barkley at the one yard line as hard as you could hit somebody. Just stop them cold in his tracks. We know what Saquon looks like. He's 230 pounds. Quadzilla legs. He hit him like he hadn't have an ounce of fear. Like he runs right through people. He had three tackle for losses in the game last week. Uh he leads the team in tackles. They lost Matt Milano, who's basically very similar player, and they're replacing him with Dorian Williams. But the speed at linebacker and the way that Terrell Bernard plays, he's something else, man. He's, he's something to watch. Number 43, like he's everywhere. And he plays the game the right way, plays a hard, physical, and tough. And I call him Captain Stick because he sticks everything that he moves. But anyways, that's Baldy here, Wednesday edition of the Best Football Show. I hope you tune in, watch it, listen to it on Odyssey apps and where you get your apps. It's out there every day. We'll be here every day bringing you the latest from the film room. Thanks for joining me, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.